Hello, and welcome to another installment of the Random Joe Show. Today, we're doing a 38-minute impression on Cameo, Elements of Power by Rare. Now, a 38-minute impression is my thoughts on a game from spending 38 minutes to an hour with it. The goal is to go through my backlog and play through experiences I haven't tried yet and remember great games that I have. Now, Cameo was a launch title for the Xbox 360, and as such, I never got around to playing it. I was a Nintendo kid, so I loved Rare. Banjo-Kazooie, Jet Force Gemini, Perfect Dark, they were all my thing. I did play a lot of GoldenEye. A lot of people are going to probably chime in in the comments saying, dude, why not GoldenEye? Well, I just never did. Got into Perfect Dark later. But uh, I didn't play this uh, around its release because at the, at the time, I was a poor college student. I was still a Nintendo fanboy, and I had a GameCube, and uh, I hadn't bought a 360 yet. When I did, I'd, I'd never circled back around on this thing because it was just so old that uh, I hadn't hadn't tried it out. Now, kudos to Microsoft, though, for Rare Replay. It's got almost every game in Rare's 30-year-old portfolio. Now, I tried this game out for about 20 minutes before just noping out last time. It was when I had just gotten Rare Replay, and there were so many games to try out and play that I didn't really give this one a lot of time. And I'll explain kind of that as we get into my impressions as to why I didn't really spend time with it. Um, but here's some basics about the game, and then I'll tell you what I liked, what I didn't like, and my overall impressions. Now, now in Cameo, you play as Cameo, uh, a magical girl who is imbued with the power of elemental spirits. But you have a jealous sister who does not approve of your magical gift and awakens some big bad evil troll dude to uh, lead an army and conquer the elven kingdom in which you reside. Now, in an attempt to free your family, you lose those magical powers, and then you must spend the rest of the game getting them back and overthrowing said troll king and your bratty sister. That's basically what the game is about. It's a third-person action-adventure game in the vein of like uh, other popular games like Spyro and Banjo-Kazooie and Crash Bandicoot and Ratchet and & Clank, which I'm playing this week for Game of the Week, and the like. Uh, this appeared kind of at the tail end of that trend. There weren't really a lot of character action games that came out um, after this time. There, there were a couple, but not a lot of really successful ones. I feel like it, it was past that peak, and th there's some interesting things that it does. Let me. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's just go into what did I like, what did I dislike, and what were my overall impressions. So what did I like? Now, the strongest part of the game, I think, is just the general concept. I mentioned before that you have these elemental spirits that you have this special connection to, this magical power. And as you gain the, these spirits as part of your repertoire, you can convert yourself into any of them at any point in time. So your, your buttons on the side, like your X, Y, B, and A buttons, change you into one of those characters. And so you could change into a weed that has boxing gloves, or you could change yourself into a, a spiky armadillo or some giant snow yeti, right? So anytime you hit the button, like it'll automatically just change you immediately. So you don't have to wait for like, oh, you entered this area or you entered this booth. I played Banjo-Kazooie and in Banjo-Tooie in particular, there were like, you could transform into stuff with the wigwam, you could become Mumbo, you could be Banjo, you could be Kazooie, you could split them up, you could be together, you had all these different things, but you had to go to a specific place in order to kind of activate that ability. This game's different. It takes all those different modes and, and draws inspiration from the different types of activities you could do in a game like Banjo-Tooie, 
or some of the other games they had worked on. And instead what it does is it allows you to freeform switch on the fly. And uh, that's a really cool idea. I love the, the idea of having all of these different tools and these characters that play very differently, but are all manifestations of your one central character. And that is a very, very cool thing. Uh, one example of what they do with the platforming side of it is that there's this, there might be a gap, right? And there's a ramp. And so you're like, oh, I need to be the spiky armadillo because he can speed up like Sonic the Hedgehog style and fly off the ramp. But at the end of the ramp, there's not like a ledge to land on. There's just an icy wall. And, and so you're thinking, well, wait a minute, I, I can turn into a Yeti. And so you turn into your, you know, armadillo thing, you spin into a ball and then you go off at the wall. And then right before you hit the wall, you transform right away. And then you turn into the Yeti and grab onto the wall and you continue climbing up. Another example is in combat where maybe there's like this dish. It looks kind of like a like a pot or a pan uh, that's upside down and it's got spikes in it. And one of the orcs or the trolls rather will will duck under it and and start spinning around the level. Well, you need to upend it before you can do any damage to the enemy. So what you'll have to do is turn into the plant and the plant can burrow underground and 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 move up close to the pan and then uppercut from underneath with his boxing glove and that topples the pan over and then you can do damage to the enemy. So that, those are examples. I love the idea of this game and I think that it really reaches for some things that I really haven't seen done well in other games. And and it's it's nice. It, it takes some of what the character, kind of the character action game was moving towards, which are trying to make the game more than just platforming or more than just shooting or more than just one set of abilities, but putting different abilities within certain modes. And in, in other games like Rare had done and like these other character action games, they, they began to separate these different characters to doing different things. And in this game, it's just freeform. You can constantly be switching from one to the next. That concept is awesome, and I really like it. Uh, one of the other things that's very promising is the number of possible elemental spirits. Now, I must say as well that when I first started playing, you get three at the beginning and they felt very shallow. I'm going to go into this with things I didn't like, but as you progress through the game and get past that first area, you get this book and the book has a, like a list of all the different possible spirits that you have. And there's like 10 or 11 or 12 that are in that book that seem to be selectable. And so if there really are like 10 or more of these, that actually would be a, a really great strength. And so I only got a chance to, so I get, you get three at the start. And then very quickly in the game, as they kind of introduce you to how to play, um, you lose all of them. And then you have to begin collecting them again. That's what the rest of the game is about. Uh, I picked up one of the ones that I had originally had. And then the second one that I got was a new one. And, and the second one I got was very cool. It was like this pile of rocks. It's like a rock snake, um, kind of like Onyx from Pokemon. And you could throw your rocks. And so you could throw them at you know, the level of the ground, or you could chip shot them, throw them a little higher, and you could, there were puzzles where you had to throw it into certain things, and there were enemies that are flying, so you have to throw them up in the air, um, or you could kind of like pull all your rocks in together and then explode and shoot them in every direction, so there were some cool things with it, that, very simplistic, very basic, right, there's not a lot to them, but, uh, but the interesting thing is in, I think, the number of possible elemental spirits. I could be wrong on that. Some of them might just be upgrades. There were a couple that shared similar uh, symbols, and I wonder if they're just flat-out upgrades. Uh, but I don't know. Um, it seems like the number of possible spirits is a promising one as, as, a, as an attribute I liked about the game. Uh, the game is also very varied in activities, and I kind of mentioned this, that 
character platformers really began to conti- and continue to experiment outside of the box in terms of giving you new and interesting things to do, taking a variety of, of skills and applying them towards like racing and um, a battle and a platforming section. It, they did a little bit of everything. And there really is a, a great variety in the activities. Even in the hour that I played, I saw platforming, I saw puzzles, I saw combat, I saw riding a horse through an orc army. No joke. Uh, there's a lot of variety to this game, and, and I only have reason to believe that that, in, that, it, that increases as the time goes on. It's also very colorful, and, and it's got a variety of locales. You can be in a, a dark shadow realm as you fight against certain orc armies, to being in a castle where it's more medieval themed, to being in some fairy courtyard or some fairy uh, uh, forest area, or a dark dungeon. There were a lot of different environments even in the ones that i saw and they were all very colorful and all very uh they had a lot of personality um there are also some certain combat animations that are very stylish and cool i always liken these to capcom games that capcom games really have this kind of flourish to them that if you think about like a devil may cry or or some of these other games they have these very defined really really beautiful looking animations where you know it's very stylish, very cool, almost like a like a superhero movie or or like a comic book page, just put into life, right? And certain of those animations are very good. Um, a lot of the attack animations are excellent, um, and I liked what they were doing with some of that. Now, there were several things I liked then, right? On to the things I disliked. First, the story is weird. Like, like really, really weird. And maybe it's serious? I, I couldn't really tell. Rare generally has a, a very tongue-in-cheek, British humor kind of sensibility about their games. And I, I appreciate that. Having played Banjo um, and, and loving it, growing up with that, having seen things like Conker's Bad Fur Day, having seen other, other works that they've done, like Grab by the Ghoulies, there, there is this like tongue-in-cheek, very playful style to a lot of what Rare does. But, but it, this one felt more like, I, I couldn't put my finger on whether they were joking or whether this was meant to be some kind of epic fantasy story. And it, it just, it felt weird to me. So maybe that's just a me thing, maybe it's not. It felt weird to me. Now, one of the other things to acknowledge is that the opening sequence is extremely off-putting. It's it's very weak. The game gets to a good place by about the... I'm glad I played the full hour on this one because at about 38 minutes, I was about ready to say, screw this game, I'm done again. The last 20 minutes of it was the best 20 minutes of it, where you're actually maintaining and getting some of these new powers, where you're seeing some of the ways the game opens up, and it's it's excellent the way that they kind of like begin to forge that. There, there's some good stuff there. There's some good ideas. But uh, it took a lot, there was a lot of padding and a lot of tutorialization, some of which was really woven together well, and some of which was really, really off-putting. Uh, and especially in the opening sequence, even down to when they're trying to teach you things, sometimes they just give you a ton of enemies. And you can die and, and revert to a previous area just because you're trying to figure it out you don't know. You could have missed, they have the, like these scrolls that are all throughout the level that you can press A to read um, that will give you hints. But even then, like if you miss one, you might not be able to figure out the next area. It's just very off-putting. It's very off-putting. Now, the art style is also, it's very rare. 
Um, and if you played a lot of rare games, you kind of know what I mean. Um, it's It's got kind of its own brand of cartoonishness. The most recent example is uh, Sea of Thieves. And Sea of Thieves does look very nice, but it has that rare kind of art flair. Now in this game, I, I didn't really like the way that it was presented. Um, it, it just wasn't my, my, uh, my style. And I can't really say more than that because some people I'm sure will have really enjoyed it and like it. I think it's good they went for a cartoonish thing because that generally will hold together better than uh, trying to make something photorealistic on a, on a launch game for a console. Uh, it, it ends up being fine. I just don't like the style. Also, the voice acting is, is really dated and inconsistent. There's like a weird variety of accents and a bunch of words that are pronounced weirdly or just flat out incorrectly. And, and, and that, that kind of stuff kind of annoys me. It's one thing if everything is in like a British accent, that makes sense to me. Or if everything even in one area is in a British accent. But to have them like switching back and forth and back and forth. And, and Cameo's voice actress herself is the one that primarily I, I had an issue with. So I didn't love the voice acting. I thought that was off-putting and kind of like pulled me out of And maybe that's why I thought the story was so wonky because it, it just wasn't very believable. Um, and it, it, it's just awkward. There are also a lot of awkward character animations. There, there's literally a character animation that drives me nuts where Cameo is standing and she kind of puts out her hip to the one side and, and kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like a valley girl kind of style. And then within two seconds, will shift it over and lean all of her weight on the other hip to jut her hip out to the other side. And two seconds later, we'll switch hips again. It's just this really awkward and weird animation. And uh, that's the one that comes to mind initially, but there's a bunch of these things. So whereas some of the combat and attack animations are really excellent, um, the animations for idle, idle use of the characters and even some of the times when they're speaking with each other, it's just weird. The controls also felt very clunky, particularly in the, in the parts where you have to aim the controller. Uh, you've probably all had the experience where you switch from a third person aiming to a, a first person aiming and you just immediately either jump the cursor straight into the ground or up in the air. And I don't know if it was just because it was different than I'm used to or if I needed to invert it or not invert it, but either way, it felt weird. And it was very hard to control specifically the you know, aiming and shooting animations. Like if I was the Yeti, I can throw an icicle spear. That just felt weird. Uh, another thing I didn't like, uh, combat is really simple. Th this might just be a beginning thing, and I understand that for sure. Because one thing that you find out as you play through the game is that you've got these uh, these upgrade trees. And the upgrade trees are not really trees. They're, there's a list of four upgrades that you can have for each character. And if there's ten characters and there's four upgrades per character, that could end up being very good. I'll, I'll give it that. But I don't know. And it didn't leave me with a solid impression that the combat was going to go anywhere interesting. So back to the idea that like, I love the concept of this, but I, I wasn't confident. And part of this, honestly, I, I will fully admit is because I'm playing Ratchet and Clank right now that has an extraordinarily interesting set of weapons and, and upgrade system for those weapons and gadgets for your character. This felt so bare bones by comparison and the combat felt simplistic. It wasn't as fun, didn't control as well. And, uh, and it just, it left me wanting a lot more. Also, just as a side note, Cameo needs to get some more clothes. It's just kind of obnoxious to me. I'd rather have characters, you know, just wearing clothing. But for her, like, it just, the, the skimpy outfit, I think, just looks dumb. 
Don't like it. Overall, though, so we got some nitpicky things in there and some things that I I don't even know how to exactly explain, but just it left a negative taste in my mouth, right? So did I like this game? Kinda. I'm certainly curious to see where this one goes. Um, I, I'm probably just gonna honestly like read and watch reviews because I really wanna know what they do with these systems. I'm really interested about that. And, and I'm really interested in finding out how other characters may affect the combat, the progression, the puzzles, all of that. There's this feeling I get though when I play this game it feels just like Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts did. If you played that game, it's an interesting game with fresh and cool ideas for a dying genre made by a team that either got bogged down by the weight of what they were trying to create or simply ran into a project where their execution and ability to do so was not equal to the scope that they were trying to enact. Um, and I don't want to assume any, anything about the developers that they messed up or that they failed or that they didn't have the resources needed. But it seems like in Nuts and Bolts and in this game, they're reaching for something that that's very ambitious, that's very interesting, that's different, that's fresh, that shakes things up, and that really tries to pivot in a new direction. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't execute well. It's an interesting game. I, I suppo suppose there are a lot of people that probably liked this game, but it, it doesn't feel as good as other games where their gameplay is really getting, you know, getting good. And, and this goes back to, I mentioned that I'm playing Ratchet and Clank right now. And, and honestly, this game's, my opinion, this game probably is very affected by that. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. I've been loving it. And whereas that game really nails the progression systems, the interesting combat, the uh, meaningful choices in equipment and in upgrades, this one doesn't feel like that at all. It feels ambitious in its scope and in its idea. It's curious. I really am interested in what it is, but I don't really want to play it anymore. Ultimately, if you've got Rare Replay and you haven't tried it yet, I think it's worth trying. And, and push through that first section. The first section is not good. To the point that you lose your powers and you start getting them back, push through to there. That'll give you a sense of what this game is. It gets much better after you lose your powers. Um, it'll probably take you like an hour. I think it's worth trying out just to see if you'd like it. If you do, let me know what you think. I'd love to hear other opinions and other thoughts. And it's like I said, I'm probably going to go read some reviews because I'm very interested in finding out um, what this game's all about. And I wanted to give my impressions without having read anybody else so that I can kind of have an idea. I did look up the meta score and it's it's in the high 70s, low 80s, if I'm not mistaken. So it was it got pretty good reviews. Um, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't love it. It doesn't, it doesn't grip me, but it was definitely, uh, it was worth trying out and I'm glad I played it for the full hour this time to, to kind of get past that, that rough initial section. Well, that's it for uh, this 38 minute impression though, uh, on cameo elements of power. Uh, keep an eye out for episode four that's releasing this Saturday with the game of the week, Ratchet and Clank, uh, for PS4 and send me your thoughts via Twitter and discord to add to the conversation. Anything that you send me, um, I will add it to my list of comments that I've gotten about Ratchet and Clank, and I will add it to the show. So if you have any thoughts about that game in particular, please let me know. Remember, this is a video game book club, so we're encouraging everybody to play these games together and, and enjoy getting a chance to discuss playing stuff that you might already have. Ratchet and Clank was free last month, so you might already have it in your inventory. Now, if you have an Xbox or a PC, though, you might be thinking, it's been two weeks, we haven't had an Xbox or PC game. You can start on next week's game of the week, Full Metal Furies. 
It's on sale as of the recording for a few bucks off. It's the game that's the follow-up, uh, or rather it's by the same developer as Rogue Legacy, which I very much enjoyed and you might have as well. So pick that game up, Full Metal Furies, and try it out, and uh, we'll be discussing it next week after I drop the Ratchet & Clank podcast on Saturday. Um, and that's what we're doing for the game of the week next time. Uh, the next 38-minute impressions, this is like this show, uh, is going to be on Cave Story Plus. Now, funny story, the randomizer actually originally picked Uncharted 2 again. When it pulled up the number, I thought, that number looks really familiar. Yeah, it is, because it's Uncharted 2 again. But we're going to do Cave Story Plus. I'll do my impressions on that game. If you have any thoughts about that, once again, you can hit me up. Twitter, Discord, all that stuff. I loved that game when I first played it about six, seven years ago, and I'm very excited to return to it and find out if it holds up and if I still like it as much as I did. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to reach out and leave feedback with a review, a tweet, or message me on Discord. I'd love to connect with you about these wonderful and obscure games that are buried in all of our collections. Until next time, have fun gaming, and I'll see you next time.